<laughs> yeah. the, nose, the nose death. Yeah, the, 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 the little death that brings about de- complete annihilation. <laughs> yeah, so there's so this stuff culturally that we understand because it's how we it's how we do things. It's like it's why they understood like in like the the old old church they would do incense before they started church because like in the middle middle ages people stank like bad. And you were like making the church smell nice because you were welcoming a guest into the room, and so that, and so people understood. That's why we, and so we don't understand that now because we're like, wow, incense, cool. We have indoor plumbing, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 and indoor, <laughs> yeah, right. So all the things that we like, we like, we, we would otherwise take for granted. Yeah. So which is just real quick before you move on. That's a good point in terms of like a lot of. I feel weird for a lot of the stuff we did in Genesis and Exodus because we keep, I keep being like, oh, and then back then, and it gives the impression like you have to learn all this stuff about ancient culture to understand Mm -hmm. the Bible at all, which we've we've tried to put some limits on by saying like, just if you understand basically the gist of what's going on, that is still valuable. And and that is usually pretty Mm -hmm. obvious. But like you just said, if it's not, if it was not supposed to just skip 3,000 years and then go to me, yes, then all of this would have made complete sense to the people who were actually getting it. Right. Like, yeah. That's why they thought it was revelation from God, because it was revelation from God exactly as they needed it so they could understand. Mm. Right. Like, and we still have it because if you understand what it's saying, it is still revelation from God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think even if you don't know, like, every detail of this culture and this practice and all that stuff, just going, approaching the scriptures with the lens of, this is not my culture. This is yes. not my practice or, or, or everyday practice. And if you at least have that, then maybe you can, that'll help you, I think, for sure, understand this kind of stuff where you're just like, I don't really know, but I, I know that this is not my culture. <laughs> so I'm going to. At minimum, that. it usually points out exactly what questions you should be asking. Mm, yeah. You're usually like, that is weird. What is going on here? <laughs> yeah. There's amazing questions to ask when yes. you're reading the Bible. It's good. Yes. It's good. And look for answers for sure. But yeah, definitely. I realize you can't see this, but I'm nodding so hard my head, is, my neck is about to break. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, crack. Yeah. All right. So the the next day, actually uh, three days later, after three days of uh, of waiting, the, the the day comes. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not saying three days is important. Just keep going. <laughs> so uh, so three days later, and then uh, they went to the tomb. No, uh, three days later, and um, and it, it gets. It gets CGI dramatic up in here, man. I mean, it gets like <laughs> it gets like 1980s like rock band album art dramatic mm. with like the smoke and like the, the the like from a furnace and then like like the trumpets are blowing and the louder they get, the more like loudly that Moses starts talking and then God answers him in thunder. <laughs> And it's like this, this back and forth of like the people worshiping God and then God says Moses, "Hey, hey, keep the people back." Make them mm. die, and and then we get to, I, I think like a place where we're, 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 we are going to have to pause for a second on this, where it says Moses um, he, uh, in verse twenty-two, God says, "Also let the priests who come near to the Lord consecrate themselves, or else the Lord will break out against them." And Moses said to the Lord, "The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for you warned us, saying, set bounds about the mountain and consecrate it.'" Then the Lord said to him, "Go <laughs> down and come up again." 
you and Aaron with you, but do not let the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord, or he will break forth upon them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. Hmm. So, th- it's, it seems like a, like a weird game of telephone happening here. Yes. Where God says, hey, the, the, when the priests come up, you know, like make sure they consecrate them, or they'll die. And then Moses said, but you had said... <laughs> But the thing that you had said was that they can't do that because they'll die. <laughs> and, and God says, go get Aaron. <laughs> Which, th- I love it so much because this is basically a summary of the entire rest of the book of Exodus <laughs> and the whole of Deuteronomy where, yes. like, Moses is constantly going to be being like explaining to the people what God wants them to do. Yes. He's constantly going to have to be going back and forth between them. And there's going to be several times, actually there's going to be a few times where like explicitly Moses will go back to God and be like, so you made this rule, but if we follow that rule, this will happen. And God will say, don't follow that rule in this case, do this other thing instead. Yes. Like, like that's actually going to keep happening. Yeah. But it's like, okay, okay, you know what? I'm going to start off with over the, with this people, with you. I'm going to kill the rest of them. And I was like, but what will the rest of the world say? <laughs> but what if we didn't do that? <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's like this, this conversation back and forth, which is like, it's going to lead to Andy and I having a conversation at some point in time, which is like me saying, but what if God was just testing Moses? And Andy's going to say, stop being simple. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so the other thing... Well, two other things, one of which is not important, but if you notice at the end of chapter 19, Mm -hmm. Moses comes down off the mountain, and at the beginning of chapter 20, he's up on the mountain receiving the Ten Commandments. Yes. It's another Mm -hmm. one of those things we kept talking about where, like, Exodus and the the Torah in general does not respect time. No. (laughs) It's like, hey, remember back in the day when you were doing that thing? We're back there now. Yeah. Try to keep up. Yes. But the other thing... um, this is, so I, as I've alluded to earlier, I'm trying to, because at least allegedly we're doing this for people who are not super familiar with the Bible, and this is like a quick first read through, what sorts of th- questions should you be asking, what sorts of things can you get out of it, like not going all the way to any of this, just sort of like pointing in a direction being like, see, there's cool stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that in mind, at a place like this, for me at least, like, you say, okay, so Moses here is clearly talking back to God sometimes. <laughs> like, he's clearly standing between God and the people and being communicating between them and sometimes being like, hey, you guys need to do this. Sometimes telling to God, hey, what? maybe we don't do that. Like, and so what? take that and then read it back on, like, Abraham. Abraham and the strangers. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so what are the implications of... God does act this way with Moses, so was he acting that way with Abraham? It doesn't guarantee that's what he was doing with Abraham. Like, it doesn't guarantee that when Abraham was bargaining with God, it's because he was in a similar spot. But, like, that's a way you can start connecting these threads together, Mm -hmm. where you read one thing, and you're like, wait a second, that reminds me of this thing back there where a guy was in basically the same situation. And sometimes they're different and you're supposed to see like, Oh, this is different. And I can learn something about God there. And sometimes they're the same. And you can say, Oh, these are the same. And now I can learn something from God there. And I guess that's my conclusion. You can read the Bible and learn stuff from it about God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, and I, you know, like we, we talk about God, the father a lot. 
We do. And uh, you know, when we we're in the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, like I, I personally look to the person of God. Is like it's like it's like his his eye on justice. We were just talking about like Moses judging the people, and like my my relationship with my children, uh, being very very close to that. Uh, the the idea of um, like whether or not like your 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 mind is absolutely set on something, and like like and like people like looking at, at that as like a virtue. Like no, this is the way it is. It's it's I'm never going to I'm, I'm not going to move from this an ounce. I'm not going to and like have that be a virtuous thing. And they're like, well, I mean, if you look if you look at things like this, there's there's moments in time where where God actually went from one thing to another thing, talking with Moses. And it's not that God's mind was fallible. It's not that the logic of God was fallible. But it was a conversation. Yeah. We, maybe we need to do an extra episode at the end of this on why we got why people are get, getting so upset about God changing his mind. Because yeah. there's a whole background of like non-biblical stuff about why we've been so upset about even the possibility historically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I think that that may be part of it too. Is like you know, it, like in my parenting, it is so much easier. Like it is, yeah. it is, it is uh, easier verging on lazy <laughs> to actually have like a standard way of saying like, no, this is the standard, and we're not we're not deviating from the standard. Yeah, uh, it is much harder to have a standard and then watch my children interact with the standard, and as they interact in a in a flawed way with a flawed standard, they come away, come away and say, okay, all right, so we tried that. Let's go ahead and try this instead. At any time I have ever, ever, ever changed the standard because, like, the the the, the human experience of being a father to <laughs> my my human children uh, has re- required it. It has actually led to like a deepening of our relationship, like a, a, a greater experience of their affection, a great their, them experiencing my affection more, them seeing me um, adjust based off of their input and we've got we, we, we've actually grown closer because of that and so those are, I think those aspects of my family are actually something I would call exceptionally godly because you know when a family is like really close like that I think that's kind of what God intended for families to be yeah and that, mm-hmm. like in ancient times what you just said would have sort of been assumed because yeah. it was the, because justice wasn't everybody following the law blindly the right. same for everybody it was somebody like a human who knows all the parties involved and you're not going to trick them and you're not going to be able to like use the letter of the law to get around them because they're just going to like a exactly like you with your kids, right? You're going, they're going to actually know all the parties and talk to all the parties and be like, I know you guys as human beings. I know you deeply. And so I know what's going on here. Yeah. Mm. Like, and that was the ideal of like the perfect judge. And so, yeah, exactly. Like using that as how God's interacting with the, with the group he constantly refers to as his children. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I didn't think of it that way, but that's a perfect yeah. analogy. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at, uh, if you look at like Solomon, like my yeah. favorite, like my favorite story about justice to like, to, to even begin <laughs> teaching justice is like when the two women come to him, like one of, them, they, and one of them has a dead baby and one of them has a live baby, but they're both claiming it's theirs. And we have a really great discussion about the difference between equity and justice. And that like equity is sometimes a factor in justice, but not always, because you read that story in horror as Solomon says, bring a sword, we'll cut the baby in half and both women get a half a baby. Both Both get half a baby. That's fair. Yeah. Which is equitable. They would have both walked away with half a baby, but it would not have been justice, which anybody reading the story is like, that's horrifying. 
and like and that and that's not one of those cultural things like oh yeah half a baby fair <laughs> <laughs> this is not good point <laughs> no, 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 no one reading that story is like oh yeah that's great but uh <laughs> but yeah it, it's Good absolutely God. one of those things where like no sometimes like yeah justice is not equity all the time sometimes ju- justice is the right thing happening yeah. in the right way and and it's hard to negotiate it requires a lot of wisdom and the best way to teach Moses the wisdom of judging his people is to watch him go through the process is yeah. like say hey can we do a thing this way? How about this? How about this? How about this? And then Moses learns. He becomes wise. Yeah. And if he's the if he's closer to God than anybody else ever, he's going to see God's mind create pockets of justice and create justice for his people. Well, and let's let's bring it back to the garden. Like, how does God judge in the sense of like rule and administer justice? Like, so what is God's character that Moses is supposed to be reflecting? Well, he's not running things. Yeah. Like he immediately created other people and gave them real power and authority to do stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, and he taught them right from wrong so that they would be able to do it too. Yes. And they could in turn exercise that authority on others. And like, so Jethro in some sense is actually recognizing God's character better than Moses in this point <laughs> because delegation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Moses is taking away from his own power, giving it to a whole bunch of other people and then teaching them how to do this thing and follow God without him in some sense, like, which is exactly, except for the without God caveat, like what God was doing from the beginning. So it's, Cool. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's awesome. I, I, I think probably my favorite part of this this whole story, though, it's like it's it's going to be the relationship of 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 God with this people because mm-hmm. they have yeah they, because of so many generations spent enslaved to the Egyptians, they became a slaved nation, and yes. so as an enslaved people, they have a they have a uh, they, they they have a culture of of slavery, which is like when you when you are enslaved, you every every choice you that you have is made for you. And you're being taken from everything made, every choice made for you to, you have to be taught how to choose things now. Yeah. And mm. you have to be taught how to be a nation. You have to, you have to be like, it's, it's the, the great thing about becoming a parent is you spend two years teaching them how to walk and talk and then 16 years teaching them how to choose what to say and where to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, oh man. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Pretty much. Yeah. But, yeah. And I'm just thinking like what a, like even in this moment, right, God, that idea of teaching them how to choose. He's saying, I have this covenant that I want to make with you, yeah. um, but you, I want you to choose that. So yeah. you have a choice. Are, are you going to follow me and obey my commands and, the, and these things that I'm telling you to do, and I'll bless you and we'll do all of this, or not? And there's going to be consequences for that. But like you have that choice to make whether you want to be my people and I be your God. Which is a perfect segue to next week. Mm. Yeah. Because the first thing he does after this is give them the law. Yes. And by the law, I mean, that's actually a terrible translation of Torah, but we've got it. We've had it around for so long that we just keep going. Like, like actually what it's saying is like, he's teaching them, like, it's the instruction, man. Like, it's the instructions for how to live well. Mm. It's like, it's exactly what you were just talking about. It's, he's teaching them how to live well, how, like where to go and what to say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and that's immediately his like, okay, now you guys are in the right spot. Let's start working on how to live. And it's not, like, I, I don't think it's intended as like a, you must follow the law, robot. <laughs> it's like, no, if you do, like, <clears throat> you, I tell my kids, don't go play in the street. Why? Because you guys don't pay attention 
when there's a car coming and you're tiny. <laughs> like, yeah. And because people would be on phones in your neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and when we come back next time, um, we're going we're to talk about the law. We're going to talk about the commands. The ten we're, words. We're, we're, we're going to talk about, um, I'm going to make a case for renumbering the, the Ten Commandments. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to whine about how they shouldn't be called the Ten Commandments. Nice. <laughs> I'll listen to them whine and talk. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's given an intern task. Isaac, <laughs> the intern has learned. <laughs> because, because Jonathan, who's not here right now, keeps saying, hey, why are you doing that? You have an intern. <laughs> but until we, until we come back next time, this is the Unimposters podcast. I'm Damien. And he's Isaac. Oh, and, and that's Andy. Oh. <laughs> Wonder Twins form of a. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>